Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Good evening. Welcome to Burning Issue. I'm your host, Yazid Kamaldin. And of course, every week on a Tuesday night from 6 to 8 p.m., we tackle something that means a lot to our community or something that we just want to know more about, you know. And recently, we focused on the water issue. And of course, that is something we're going to be focusing on again. Now, throughout the show, the lines will be open. Um, you can call us on the number 021-442-3530. You can SMS us to 47913. You can also send us a WhatsApp to the number 072-238-0712. So earlier this month, the city of Cape Town announced plans to lower water restrictions and tariffs to level 5 come October this year, and that's just around the corner. That's next month. So this follows an increase in the average dam levels, which currently stands at a capacity of 70%. Now, while the plans to ease tariffs and water restrictions might bring some form of relief to residents, especially those that have adopted conservation methods to help ease pressure on the dams, there are still complaints of high water bills and problematic water management devices. So this remains a challenge for many people in our city. And this includes, of course, individuals who take to social media to express their dissatisfaction over their high municipal accounts. Now, welcome back to Voice of the Cape. Councillor Xanthia Limburg. Xanthia, good evening. Good evening, and thank you once again for inviting me. Thank you for making the time. And Xanthia is the mayoral committee member for informal settlements, water and waste services and energy at the city of Cape Town. Now, that's a whole lot of things. But this evening, of course, she's in studio to focus on the water situation. She wants to give us an update. Now, it's also worth noting, by the way, that during this time last year, our dams were only 35% full. Now it's a 100% increase since then. Cynthia, um, I want to ask you a question, though. Before we go into the water stuff, I really want to know, and I, I did allude to this in the break, I wanted to know about your, your job, basically, right? Because we know that the mayor of Cape Town is leaving. Um, just tell us, are you still going to have this job? So I honestly don't know, so I'll have to see. But of, with the law prescribes that when the executive mayor resigns, the mayoral committee automatically terminates. So essentially I won't be a mayoral committee member as when uh, the current mayor steps down. And it will be up to the new mayor to appoint uh, his or his uh, mayoral committee mem membership. So I'll have to wait and see. Um, but I am trying to do everything that I can in the time that I have and continuously serve the people of Cape Town. Well, you haven't had an easy job. You've had to deal with the water crisis since the beginning of this year when it really became sort of like day zero and all that stuff. And what's that been like? It's been incredibly challenging. Um, when I stepped into the role, which was in the beginning of 2017, we, the water situation was already quite severe. And so even though my portfolio is quite vast, um, a significant amount of my time has been focused on water, and rightfully so. And I'm proud to say that we're in a far better position than we were a year ago. I mean, the latest dam results that we got today shows a 4% increase in dam levels to 74%. So we're seeing um, that dam level slowly uh, recovering, which is great. Last year, this time, as you said, we're at 35%. So dramatic increase. We're hoping for some more rain before the summer period starts. And that will set us on a very positive path going forward. I just read here now that Maya Patricia DeLille is going to be in Alsace River this evening. So, And she was, of course, part of the team initially that had to combat Day Zero. And what was it like working with her? She's leaving her job soon as well. 
So, well, it's been a collective team effort to try and manage the drought. Um, our team members worked overtime throughout that period. Uh, Sundays, Saturdays were at the office um, dedicating all of our efforts to ensuring that we could mitigate a situation where we ran out of water and we successfully managed to do that. But also with the uh, help of all of our residents who contributed to saving. So we want to thank every single resident in Cape Town for the part that they played because without them we also could not have achieved the massive savings that we have. Okay. Cynthia, I'm just going to look at this production schedule again. I just want to look at some of the statistics. So, of course, it says water restrictions will be relaxed from level 6B to level 5 from the 1st of October. For our listeners who are maybe not familiar with level 5, can you please tell us what does that mean? Yes, so level 5 water restrictions will be effective from the 1st of October, which means that your daily individual consumption may now increase to 70 litres per person per day. It's currently 50 litres per person per day. But you're also still required to adhere to normal saving uh, efforts that we have all been following. So not using municipal drinking water to wash your vehicle, water your garden or fill your pool. Uh, We still have to be mindful of how we use Um, our municipal water because we don't know if this is the end of the drought. Uh, 2019, we might still see poor levels of rainfall, so we must act with great caution. Uh, But it will mean a a reduction in the cost of water. So for those residents who want to understand how it will affect them, currently you're paying 28 rand 90 cents in the first bracket of the tariff for every kiloliter. It will now... Can we we go into the detail of that after the break? We're just quickly going to take a break because that sounds like a lot of information. Great, let's do that. The Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Stereo. Welcome back to The Burning Issue. I'm your host, Yazid Kamaldin. And of course, in studio, we have Xanthia Limburg. And I'm going to make it a bit short now, but she's the mayoral committee member for water. So, water. Let's, let's focus on that one. There's a whole lot of other ones as well. Xanthia, let's get into the money. Um, what does it mean? What does it mean when we say that as citizens, we are now going to be facing level five water restrictions? So, yes, in, what it means is that you will be paying uh, a little less for water. You're currently paying 28 rand 90 cents uh, for the first six kiloliters of water. So it's like 6,000 liters. Yes. So for every 1,000 liters within that 6,000 liter bracket, you're paying 28 rand 90 cents for those 1,000 liters. You, from the 1st of October, will now pay 21 rand 19 cents for that 1,000 liters. I feel like we need a drum roll. Yeah. I feel like we really need like a celebratory noise because I can hear our listeners basically going, yes, thank you. So how much is that 21 rand? 19 cents. 19. So that's a reduction of 26%. Um, and then for the second step of the tariff, so that's if you use uh, between just over six kiloliters and ten and a half thousand, ten point five kiloliters, you are now paying forty six rand for that thousand kiloliters. From the first of October, you'll pay thirty four rand forty three cents for that thousand liters. And then in the next uh, bracket, that's between ten kiloliters and thirty five kiloliters. 
you're currently paying 120 rand. You're going to be paying about 52 rand from the 1st of October. So um, a, a reduction across the board. And this will potentially be one of many tariff reductions as dam levels slowly recover. We want to incrementally reduce the level of restriction as well as the tariff. I'm still seeing, though, that people who use more water will be penalized. That's what it's still looking like, right? It does look like that, particularly from a percentage perspective. But to um, be realistic, if we look at the actual nominal amounts, If you are using above uh, 35 kilolitres, you are still going to be paying a significant amount more. So, for example, if you stick to the water restrictions, you're going to be paying about 21 rand for 1,000 litres. If you use more than 35 kilolitres, you're paying 300 rand uh, for the 1,000 of litres. So there's a big difference uh, when you look at the actual rand value, um, and that's what we need to focus on. So we are still penalising high consumers, and most importantly, we're also still installing water water management, uh, water demand management devices on properties where there is high consumption and high consumption is quantified as households that are using above ten and a half thousand litres a month. And a big thing that came out of our discussion on the radio last time was people saying that they didn't even want those water demand management devices. Does a resident need to give consent or is it something that the citizen, that the citizen will just have to accept because it's a measure of trying to get them to use less water? So we have been installing these devices since the early 2000s. And firstly, it was um, installed for um, poorer households who were in arrears and it was in a way that they could write off their arrears by agreeing to a device. Um, in response to the drought, we installed these water demand management devices on households that weren't complying to the water restrictions. And so if you were consuming firstly above a certain amount of water, then you would uh, receive a device and you'd be billed for that device. But purely because you are contravening a water uh, restriction and not complying to the savings that everyone else is adhering to. Okay. And is it true though that water has been, or rather um, due to the water demand management devices giving incorrect readings, that some water bills have had to be written off. So we write off uh, arrears uh, if you are indigent and have arrears on your account and you agree to an installation of a device. The city does write off your arrears. Uh, where there are any particular... Okay, so, so that is if you get the device. Yes. So you... you've been in debt, you didn't pay your water bill, the city says, we're going to install this and you're going to write off your water yes. bill. But this is only if you are registered or qualify as indigent, meaning you are economically vulnerable um, and you are benefiting from your arrears being written off and in return you have a device installed. Okay. Okay, and the device cuts off after you've used a certain amount of water? So the device is set at 350 litres uh, per day, which is basically 10.5 kilolitres per month. Um, if there is further debt action being taken against you, the device would be set at 200 uh, litres per, per, 
per day. Um, and so generally it's set at 350 liters um, per day. And when you reach your full allocation, the device will automatically switch off and you will obtain your new allocation the next day at about 4 a.m. Uh, it is important to also note that when you don't use your full allocation for the day, whatever you haven't used carries over to the next day. So okay. there's an incentive to save. Mm-hmm. Now, Xanthi, of course, our listeners, and I just want to thank them for the interactive uh, nature. As usual on the show, they do interact with us. We do have some WhatsApp messages relating to the water demand management devices. Um, for example, well, first, let's tackle these questions. They are linked. The, there's still a belief by some people that the whole day zero and water crisis um, sort of narrative is something that the Democratic Alliance Alliance used to exploit citizens and introduce tariffs. That's the one belief. And, and, you know, of course, you are here to tell us if that is true or not. And in the second belief from a listener is that the dams are full. So why are we still paying penalties? That's another question, you know. And, yeah, we can go on to the next one after that. Sure. So the... um I think perception that day zero was some sort of uh, farce and some sort of uh, idea that was made up to exploit people is incorrect. Um, Dam levels were critically low throughout uh, last year and the beginning of this year. And this was not only reflected in the city's data, but also data from the provincial government as well as the national government. But also physically seeing, physically right? Physically I mean, seeing I think you see the, the impact. Dam, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And the national government um, declared a national state of disaster in respect to the drought here in the Western Cape, as well as other parts of the country. So it was a very real situation. We weren't uh, making it up by any means. And if you look across the world, uh, countries, uh, cities that have experienced drought, one of the first uh, interventions that is made is to manage your demand, manage what you currently have in the dams. And one way to do that is to implement restrictions and tariffs. And so the city did exactly what many other cities across the world did. And this is one way you can reduce levels of consumption because you have put in an automatic mechanism to force people to reduce their consumption and this is one very important way we actually managed to avoid a water scarcity scenario so it was by no means anything that was made up to exploit anybody now that dam levels are recovering we are reducing the uh, tariff and water restrictions incrementally we did ask the national department of water permission to reduce the water restrictions because they set the restrictions target they did they give you the water right and you Absolutely. sell it we, on to, we purchase the water yeah, from yeah. them and they set uh, Sorry, allocations yeah. <laughs> yes so they also set allocations they indicate how much every user within the system can get uh, and we they imposed a 45% restrictions target on Cape Town we asked them to reduce this when dam levels reach 60% They did not get back to us. We consulted with the other users in the system, other municipalities and the agriculture sector, which were all in in support of reducing the restrictions. And because national government did not get back to us, we took the decision in support 
with the other users within the system to reduce the restrictions and the corresponding tariff. And we're hoping that uh, in the new hydrological year, which starts on the 1st of November, that we will see the National Department of Water and Sanitation reduce uh, restrictions target on all users. And this will allow Cape Town to potentially further reduce the current water restrictions. Okay, I just want to say I learned something new right now. I've heard about the Gregorian calendar, the Islamic New Year. Now there is a hydrological year as well. And what is that? Is that like, what do you count in that year? So the hydrological year starts at the beginning of November of every year and ends at the end of October. And basically that is the period in which... uh, your rainfall uh, and your allocations is set. So the National Department does all of their planning in respect to that year. Uh, They take in account the rainfall uh, records within that particular portion of the year and they then make their decisions based on the rainfall uh, and dam uh, behavior within that year to inform decisions for the next hydrological season. Um, And so based on dam levels, rainfall patterns, they then make the decision for what is applicable for the new hydrological year. So every hydrological year we get a allocation set Mm -hmm. um, and if there are things that change within that hydrological year, the National Department of Water and Sanitation would uh, impose certain restrictions or interventions or actions. So Xanthia, we've got a few more minutes before Maghrib, that's when we break for the prayer time. So I really just want to come back to our listeners and again the water demand management devices seems to be the big thing here. So one listener says um, a water it's called WDM, right? Uh, It's actually WMD, water management device. Oh yeah, okay, so it's water yeah. Well, I'm just going to call it a WMD then, right? Instead of saying the word out every time water demand management device. I'm just going to say the WMD. Yeah. So our listener here says that a WMD was installed after the meter was stolen. Yeah. And saying that uh, they're very unhappy with the fact that their water usage or consumption is now limited to 350 liters without having been, been informed about it. And this is after the meter was stolen and the listener wasn't even told that the meter was going to be, the WMD was going to be installed. So, I mean, I know that we don't need to go into the nitty gritty of each and every question, but I mean, is this something that's common or like, I mean, what do you make of this? What is this? So just in general, um, when we replace any meters across the city, everyone would get a WMD. Um, Whether it is set or not is dependent on your usage um, behavior over a period of time. So in the case of this particular resident, we would have to check if there has been high consumption over extended period of time. But this person is saying the water meter was stolen. Is that possible? How does that work? So we have cases where meters are stolen. Um, Because the old meters 
um, do have value at scrapyards. Um, and this is unfortunately what we do end up seeing in respect to the older um, meters. And so the WMDs actually have a lower um, quality of, of resale in terms of the materials that it's made up of. Um, and so it's not that, um, you know, yeah, it's, it's not plastic, that frequent. Right? Yeah, it? It's, yeah. it's yeah. a plastic type material. So we don't see these devices being stolen that often. But so, if I your mean, device mm, is stolen, mm-hmm. you would get a WMD, um, it would only be set at 350 liters if you were a high consumer, if your consumption has been over 10.5 kiloliters. And so if this customer indicates that they have never used more than that, they can make contact with the city um, through a, n- well, a number just, of just ways. Well, just FYI, this listener is talking about being charged 4,000 rand. Um, saying that the water bill is very high, so so it seems that there was that maybe something there, like and and you know. So if they were um, charged for the actual meter, which is around four thousand rand, that would mean they uh, contravened the water restrictions and were using above uh, ten point five kiloliters of water. Um, but we would have to take a closer look at the account. If they um, have not used more than that amount of water, uh, they may be have been an oversight. And so um, I would request that that individual um, email or contact the city. And there's a couple of ways you can do that. So if you have an account query in particular, you can uh, email accounts at capetown.gov. Yeah. Look, I mean, the reality is that we are getting a lot of messages and we do know that um, Xanthi is here, of course, to answer questions relating to the water situation in our city. We, of course, can't spend too much time on each and every query and going into the nitty gritty details of every query. Um, I'm going to try and look at as many of these messages that come in as possible. If there are overlaps, we'll have a general response, right? So, um, of course, listeners, 7374 who wrote in about the um, device being stolen or the water meter sorry being stolen um, we would encourage you also to contact the city and Cynthia, is there a number? How, how does people? So there's yeah? a, a number of ways that you can make contact. Um, if you have access to email, um, if you have an account uh, query um, in particular, you must email accounts at capetown.gov.za or you can call the city's uh, call center, which is 24 hours, on 0860-103089. And you must uh, select option one for any account queries. There's also a WhatsApp line, because I know everyone is on WhatsApp, which is probably easier. It's 063-407-3699. If you have any other uh, water-related complaints that are not account-specific, you can email water at capetown.gov.za. For those that don't have smartphones and want to SMS instead, you can SMS 31373. 
um, and you can SMS your uh, your complaint. Please make sure that you keep your reference numbers because if if certain issues have not been dealt with, we can track your complaint far more easier if you have your reference number. Yeah. So look, we just have about three minutes before we two minutes before we go for the Adhan and the and Maghrib. Um, Zanthia, we have questions around the WMDs that will take after the prayer time, but. In an, I'd like to know, and this is what a listener is also asking, why do we, listener 7017 is asking, why do we have to pay for the water device if it's not even on our property and we will never own it? You mentioned that people have to pay, four, citizens have to pay 4,000 rand to have the actual device. So the only time you would be paying for a water management device is if you have contravened the water restrictions. So if your consumption has been high, over a period of time, this is the only time that you would be paying for the installation of the device. And essentially you're paying for the contravention of the current water restrictions. If for any other reason your uh, water meter is replaced, either you are indigent and your rears are being written off, or you're getting a new uh, meter, then you would not be paying for the device. So the okay. only time you are paying is if you have contravened the water restrictions. Okay. Well, let's leave it at that for now. We are going to break for Maghrib. And then, of course, we'll come back. I do want to thank listeners. Shukran so much for all your questions. We, of course, are not able to answer all of them, but we are going to try to get through as many of them as possible. Do stay tuned after the Maghrib break. I'm Yazid Kamaldin, and the show is called Burning Issue. The Voice of the Cape. 91.3 FM Stereo Welcome back to Burning Issue. I'm your host, Yazid Kamaldin. In studio, we have Xanthia Limburg, and she's the mayoral committee member for water and a whole lot of other things. Xanthia... We've looked at some questions from listeners, and I'd like to go back to the listeners, of course, because these are things which are important. But throughout the show, I'd like also to get an update from you on the city's water plan. We'd like to hear about desalination. We'd like to hear about what the city has learned and how it is implementing things differently, the management of water differently. You know, that's important. But now let's quickly just go back to the WhatsApp line. Um, and of course, callers, you are welcome to phone as well. The number, the live on air number is 021 um, You've been sending us WhatsApp messages. Thank you, Shukran, for that. The number, the WhatsApp line is 0722380712. So now, the, uh, okay, let's look at what this listener 1586 says. So the listener wants to know, how does one justify that if you have used more than 350 liters per day, that a WMD should be installed and that you are responsible for the cost being 4,000 Rand to have that installed? So the listener is saying that this is so unfair on poor people. So and, and, and just couple to that, by the way, couple to that, I'm just reading, sorry, I just before I go on, the listener is actually saying that on the other end of the scale, you have people, and you can correct us if we are wrong on this one, on the other end of the scale, you have people using 37,000 kiloliters per month, and nobody's going to install devices there. 
So I hear the concern, but uh, it is important to note that in September last year, we focused on households that were using more than 20,000 litres of water per month. And all of those households received a water management device, and they were billed for that. Then... Uh, after we dealt with those high consumers, we moved on And this to, is now in the leafy suburbs, yes. right? The leafy parts of I here. mean, the first couple of ones that we installed uh, devices on were in Bishop's Court and Constantia and Claremont and Newlands. So we were very fair in our approach. From the beginning of 2018, we then focused on households that were using more than 10,500 litres of water. And those households then got a device and they would be billed. However, if you um, are registered as indigent or qualify to be indigent, you would not pay for that device even if you were a high consumer. Okay, but so ultimately, ultimately what the listener is saying is that, you know, why are we being held liable as citizens to pay the 4,000 rand? And you said that is only if you had sort of... Uh, What's the wording you used? Well, it's basically if you've consumed above a certain amount, you contravene the current water restrictions. Contravene the current water restrictions. Only then okay. would you be liable for that amount. But if you are identified as, as a high consumer, but you can qualify to be indigent or you are registered to be indigent, you would not be billed for that device. Okay. So now our listener 5289 wants to know what is the waiting period before old debt is written off? This is something that we had mentioned, alluded to earlier when you said people who get their devices installed anyway, yeah. So uh, it depends all about the processing of that particular um, application, but it should be no more than uh, six months. You, your debt should be written off in at least the six-month period. If you have not had your debt written off, you can contact the city on that account's um, contact details. Yeah, we'll read all of that out well. again. Can we take a caller? Let's take a caller. Caller, assalamu alaikum. Welcome to Burning Issue. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I'm an indigent. I've gone through that whole procedure that you said. I've gone into the city on numerous occasions. I've um, reviewed the bill and reviewed the bill and reviewed the bill. I'm a, a sicker um, uh, pay. I'm now sitting with a bill close to 8,000 rand. Every time they came and changed the meters when the water, they kept on saying it's not their fault, it's not their fault, but the water switches off. It's supposed to go on 4 o'clock in the morning, and then you get your cumulative amount of 350 kilowatts for the day. Then it switches off by 9, 10 o'clock in the morning. Then when I found them in I. I request on 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 with a with a um, person in the call centre to tell them please tell them to knock so that I can know what is wrong with the meter. Now I get a ball from the city of Cape Town. I phone in. I tell them about the ball. They uh, I must just pay the ball. Now how does that make sense? They changed four meters in a space of six weeks. Whose error does it become? Does it become the consumer's error? Or is it the people that they're not even accountable for at the city? Ma'am, can I just ask a quick question? Do you think that you are not using 4,000 rands worth of water? Do you think that you are using less water? And are you thinking that maybe there's a device fault? 
it's a device fault because first and foremost on the on the on the question of the water consumption that you're asking me if i only used let's say um for the morning just coffee water not and i'm talking about two or three people and i only used coffee water how can i be without water at nine o'clock in the morning okay we've got Cynthia in the studio do you mind listening on the radio um I, I or do you want to, to you, want okay to you can hang on you can hang on yeah what what do i do about the bowl that is that is in question now because now it's an eight thousand rand bowl and they're just insisting that i have to pay for it yeah i mean thank shukran for that um Zanthi will answer now on on you can listen on the radio Zanthi, i think this could be indicative of other people who might be in the same situation people who might feel or might think but well i'm only drinking coffee why is my water why is my 350 liters already gone or i'm not using four thousand rands worth of water a month like why am i needing to pay this so we've found a number of cases where there's been high consumption and the resident um, hasn't used that amount of water. And in many of the instances, uh, once investigation has been done, we found there to be an undetected leak. And many leaks are undetected because they're underground. Uh, so we would have to first make sure that there isn't a leak that's causing high consumption. Uh, everyone can do a simple leak test by switching off all their uh, water taps or water points on their property and give yourself about 30 minutes to monitor if that meter is um, moving um, or the digits are moving on that meter. Um, and then you would know that you have a um, problem of a leak. If you do not have a leak and you've gone through that test or you've gotten a plumber, um, then you are more than welcome to either through any of those contact details, make contact with the city. Alternatively, you can also uh, contact me through my office um, and we can follow up your complaint if you have a reference number that helps and we can get a speedy response. Yeah, uh, but like so an underground leak. Now, what if it's a city pipe? Like is is I mean what happens in that situation? So th- that investigation around where the leak is can be confirmed uh, if you get a plumber to do an inspection. If the leak is on the municipal side, then the city would be liable. Uh, if the leak is on the uh, private property end, then um, the customer can apply for leak rebate. You can get a leak rebate application form at the at your local municipal office or online. We have a um, link. So there are options available to even assist you with um, addressing leaks on your property as well. Okay. but uh, So, I mean, I'm just raising that question because I've heard stories before of people saying that they were expected to pay a water bill when really the leak was the city's fault. So if the leak is the city's fault, if there was a uh, leak on our reticulation, the city will then obviously reimburse the customer or ensure that the customer doesn't have to pay that outstanding amount. But we would need to verify um, all of that information, and it does help if you do an inspection on your property to assist with that verification as well. So the WMDs are, of course, the big talking point, it seems here. Listener... Five to eight nine wants to know why are WMDs installed outside of our properties in our areas where there's a lot of crime? Yeah. 
So the installation of water meters outside of properties is to ensure that we can get access to it. Uh, in order to do monthly readings, it is easier for us to be able to access it without having to seek your permission to enter your property. Many households actually have their meters inside of their properties, and this is why they receive high uh, or more than average estimated accounts. So it just allows the city to access um, it. If there's a fault on the meter, we can also uh, deal with uh, any maintenance or repairs when uh, the meter is located outside of the property. Okay. Um, Listener 1594 is saying that um, I live in Salt River. I have a ripple effect with my water statement from 300 Rand to 7,000 Rand to 10,000 to 17,000 to 27,000. I've been in and out of the municipal office and my account is now at 17 and a half thousand rand and they are cutting the water so then they installed an outside water meter but i still get billed for an estimated reading and yeah i mean i think this is something we need to get to after we take this caller um water estimations that's something that we just want to clarify and clear up caller assalamu alaikum good evening welcome to burning issue hi salam it's Yes, Fazlan, um, you're alive. Mm-hmm. I'm actually phoning um, because I'm listening to what you guys are discussing, and I just want to find out, like, my dad lives alone, right? And his water bill is, like, 8,100. And, it's like, um, it's starting to obviously run up, but he's one person alone, and we actually checked. He has no leaks or anything. Yeah, you had a, you, you had a plumber out there. If we had a plumber out there, there's no leaks, but the bowl stays that amount. What should they do, Xanthi? Should they be contact? Who should they be contacting? What should they do? So, in that instance, I would encourage you to, uh, if it is more convenient, to uh, email accounts at capetown.gov.za. Indicate okay. all of that detail as well as the report from the plumber, um, and then uh, you will be guided around what the next step is. We will look at your uh, the history of the account, and we'll also be able to ascertain um, what the situation is and how best it can be resolved. Okay. okay. Shukran? Okay. okay. So, listener 6599 wants to know... Um, why do I need a WMD if I'm not behind, if I'm not in arrears, in other words, with my water and there is nothing wrong with my meter? Is there a conversion that the city wants to do? What's happening? So three instances when you would get a water management device. One, if you are indigent and in arrears and you, we are writing for your arrears and assisting you in that regard, you'll get a water management device. Two, uh, the replacement of meters, which is a normal program that we run. We are replacing all old meters with water management devices. Um, three, if you have contravened the water restrictions, you would also get a water management device. And only in the third uh, category would you be charged for that. Yeah. Now, um, you know, the the person that I, before we took the call, I read out that there was a person, listener 1594, saying that, excuse me, that the water bill just keeps escalating. So this is potentially something that they maybe need to 
like we said earlier, maybe there's a water leak. There could be something that they need to be investigating. I mean, it, it is quite strange if, if I'm putting myself in the shoes of this listener now. If every month my water bill suddenly became more, but my actual consumption isn't changing or my behavior isn't changing, then I'd also be a bit worried. So, yes, and this is why we encourage residents to just pay close attention to their accounts and monitor it from a month-to-month basis. Every case is obviously different, uh, so we do look at the merits of each case. But if your consumption, and you know your consumption hasn't increased, you could either have a leak, uh, the meter could uh, alternatively be faulty, and you can request for the meter test to be done um, as part of your account dispute. Uh, Or thirdly, there's been a burst uh, pipe or some sort of leak on the municipal end, uh, which has affected your property's consumption. So there could be all of those things and we'd have to single out uh, each scenario to understand what has transpired on that property. But there is that account inquiry and dispute mechanism and you can email accounts at capetown.gov.za to assist with that process. Alternatively, go to your closest uh, municipal office. Mm-hmm. Now, just before we go for an ad break so that we can also give Xanthia a break, <laughs> um, Xanthia, estimations, water estimations, um, is that a thing? So, yes, uh, water estimations um, do occur. The city does, however, read um, more than 86% of our meters on a monthly basis. We are working at uh, increasing that to at least 90% of meters read, bearing in mind there are over 600,000 meters that we read a month. Uh, In addition to, to that, we have changed how estimations are done. So to ensure that there isn't massive spikes in your bill, Estimations are now based on three months average consumption. Why would we need to estimate though? Sometimes we can't access the meter because the meter is located inside the property or the teams haven't been able to access a particular area because of uh, protest action or whatever the case may be. There are specific uh, reasons why, um, okay. you know, accessing meters, but, but sometimes on a month-to-month basis is difficult. Yeah. Let's go for that ad break. Santa, you can take a sip of water. Thank you. Assalamu alaikum, welcome back to Burning Issue. We are now into the last half hour of the show. I'm your host, Azid Kamaldin. In studio, we've been having Xanthia Limburg. She's the councillor, the mayoral committee member for water and a host of other things, of course, as we said. Kula, welcome to Burning Issue. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. My name is Halima. I um, have got a problem with my water bowl since the beginning of uh, this year, which runs from January uh, right up till now. Okay. Um, long story short, uh, we have found out, according to my um, my bowls, that um, by now I think there's something wrong with the meter. Okay. Three months ago, I've paid them. They told me at the loan office that if I pay them, they will come out and take the meter away and um, take it to a lab. Okay, we waited for more than three months after we've paid. And finally, when I went down again, 
Um, I've asked him, when are you coming to take the meat out? Because um, I've paid for it, right? To go check it out at the lab. Okay, finally, they came the next day, the Friday. They fetched it and they replaced it with another meter. I said to them, I don't want the blue meter. Um, I don't know what they're going to do, but I don't want the blue meter. So actually, they um, replaced it with another plastic meter or something like that. But they actually put another meter in there. But now my concern is, in fact, I was busy with them this morning again because I basically just uh, phoning in just to get a feedback, you know, um, uh, how far is the meter, blah, 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 whatever. And my, my concern is, you know, um, how will I know if that meter is definitely faulty or are they just going to think, okay, fine, she's got a bill of 30,000. At the present moment, I've got a bill of 30,000. How did that happen? How did that happen? 1,600 rand to wow. a 30,000 rand. 29,98802. That is my current bill. Okay, so far, whenever I phoned, what references uh, whether I would go into the walk-in offices or I phoned in, they will say to me, pay what you're supposed to pay on a monthly basis, which I do. Religiously, I pay every, if it's due that day, a day or two, I pay, and there we go, okay? But the question is this, nobody credits anything. This morning, I was on the phone again, and they said, okay, fine, the meter, they don't have anything feedback yet for me. But I must still pay what I was supposed to pay. They've got a, what do they call this thing now? A dunning, a dunning thing, a dunning lock. A dunning lock, on it. yeah. Okay? So, because I receive an ITC letter as well, you know, and they're giving me a few days. So this the letter dated 23rd of August. I received it on my premises the 14th of the 9th. What is ITC letter? You know the ITC letter that I have to pay within a certain period of time? And here they're asking me to pay the amount of 28,983.05. I said, why do they don't, they don't even check to see what is on the system, you know, to see, like, listen here, this reference number, client ABC has got a query with her, with her meter. Nobody checks that. They send your ITC letter. Caller, let's give Xanthi a chance to respond, please. We do have other questions okay. Okay, as fine. well. My question is just that. I need to know how will I know the meter that's at the lab now? That will, how, how are they going to value that? Well, they now definitely come back to me by saying there's a fault on the meter because I can see that definitely on my balls on the meter readings. That there's a fault with the meter. Okay. But now, will I definitely know what is that? Or will they now just think, okay, fine, let the okay, let, let pay off we, the 90000 Let's answer the question now. Yes. So, uh... The um, lady paid for the meter test to be done, and so she will receive an outcome of that test. Okay. And depending on the outcome of the test, if the meter is faulty, uh, the city will obviously uh, not expect you to pay what is outstanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, if the uh, there is no fault on the meter and other uh, scenarios have also been ruled out, whether it be leaks or whatever the case may be, then you would have to um, have a payment arrangement done. That payment arrangement would be done based on your affordability. So you make an application. Uh, There are a couple of things that you need to supply, such as your ID document, uh, your bank statements, just to understand what your uh, affordability is. Um, And if there is, for example, um, a leak that has been detected on the property, you can also no, make we've a that already. No, we've okay. That. So if that's not that applicable, the two options either is 
making a payment arrangement or alternatively the city um, not expecting you to pay that um, amount due to a faulty meter. But you can only know that once you get the outcome of the test and they will supply you with feedback in that regard. If you have not received feedback within an um, appropriate period of time and you're still waiting for a response, you uh, are more than welcome to also make contact with me and okay. uh, my office can follow up as well. Okay, fine. Will I get your contact details yes. uh, from the um, station? You may do so. Okay, fine then. Thank you very much. Eh? Okay. Thank you. Dear. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Okay. So, um, Xanthia, 56 Rand, uh, one listener wants to know, listener 417 wants to know, why do consumers have to pay 56 Rand a month for a water meter which they had not paid for all these years? So the 56 Rand is not actually for the meter. Uh, this is a fixed charge based on the size of your water meter and the uh, reticulation pipe that uh, enters the meter. Um, and essentially the city introduced the fixed charge from the 1st of July 2018. And it was about helping bring greater certainty uh, in terms of the income that the city receives from uh, managing the water service business. Because 80% of running the water and uh, sanitation service is actually fixed charge. And as the cost of water reduces, when we reduce the level of water restrictions and a level of tariff, we will see water becoming more affordable. So we cannot to be dependent on the volume of water sold in order to sustain the business because it's a vast business. The water and sewer reticulation infrastructure is more than 20,000 kilometers long and we need to maintain that. We need to continuously repair and upgrade it and that costs money. And so 25 Essentially, the fixed charge will assist us with maintaining the reticulation infrastructure at an acceptable lev level so we can ensure that we continuously provide clean and safe drinking water to the more than 4 million residents that we serve. And do you envision that that 56 rand fee would stay even the, even if we do come out of our, our current... I mean, the dams are 70% full, but it's not, you know, like... There's still water restrictions, and if we do come out of the water restrictions phase, would we still be paying 56 rand? So the fixed charge is something new for Cape Town, but it's actually been implemented in many municipalities across South Africa and internationally. It will still remain in place because water will, in the long run, become far more affordable. Many people have also gone off-grid, and many people are using alternative water to subsidize their demands uh, or their needs. And so we understand that less people uh, or more people will use less water, and we need to factor that in. And so the fixed charge is about bringing stability in the city's revenue to maintain the infrastructure that is required to provide a water okay, service. Cool. We've had our caller list waiting anxiously, of course, to join us on the show. Caller, assalamu alaikum. Good evening. Welcome to Burning Issue. Wa alaikum salam and good evening to your guests. Yes, I'm a very unhappy, very, very unhappy pensioner. It's, it's with regard to a, a complex consisting of four flats. Now, this, the first query, I took out the query when we got a bill, which is addressed to a body corp, which doesn't exist at this place. These flats were given by the government to the people. Okay? Now, my father has one of the flats, and then there are three other tenants. 
when uh, we, you know, the first bill came in at when there was, it's one meter servicing these four flats. The first bill for water, uh, sewage, and, um, and the bins, you know, four bins, came to 2,400 for the first account that came in. The second account was then estimated, and it came in at 7,000. The third account estimated, and it came in at 10, something like 10,000. And then it was escalating like that every month after that first uh, actual meter reading. It was estimates that come in for a whole year, and the, the account at one stage was 25,000 rand for the month, 35,000 rand, and we ended up with a bill of 200,000 rand. I was at the civic center numerous times, I, I sat down with the, the, the well, I went to the counters, and afterwards, when I wasn't getting any satisfactory um, results, I went to see uh, Mr. Wallenberg, Faisal Wallenberg there, and I sat down with him. I also went down to the water, they sent me down to the water department because I said, um, when I asked about the estimates, I was told, I don't think the guy, uh, the inspector has access to the meter. I said, the meter is front of the building on the pavement, but um, then I uh, asked, I don't stay there, I've got my own place further. And I went to ask, ask the tenants what happened here. They said the meter was leaking, and since the council took out the meter, the estimates were coming through. So they took out a meter, and for a whole year they were estimating. Now I went down to water and sanitation and asked them what, what, what is going on here. I spoke to a lady, uh, Natasha Hoskins, on the phone via uh, the Department of Waterfield, because I said I want to put in my own meter, I want, I, even if I have to pay for it. They okay. said, no, Mrs. Abrams, your pensioner will check if you qualify for a, a rebate or a uh, Mrs. Abrams, or I, like think, I think now, we're going to stick to one question at a time. And and yes. the question is about the escalating water bill, and yes. I'm sure you are and dying to know why that. this is happening. And up to now, I didn't get uh, a satisfactory answer. Well, you've got Cynthia Limburg in studio listening to you. She's got you. She's yes, listening yes, to you, I and she would like told, to. Mm-hmm. I was told to talk to Miss Limburg. I've tried that. I, I spoke to Deputy Mayor. I, I first started with our councillor here in Warmer Estate, Warmer Estate, Woodstock, and uh, I stay in Warmer Estate, and. Um, I had no results from nobody. Let's hear from Xanthia. Let's hear from Xanthia. So I want here. to know what is to happen because, I mean, the people can't afford to pay these, um, uh, these charges. Yeah, Xanthia will answer. She's here. So thank you for the question. I think firstly we'd have to understand uh, what cons- what the consumption levels are in the other three flats because that's if you are saving but the other three tenants are not, that may also be contributing to the high levels of consumption. But how much can they? But how much can they be uh, using? I don't know. If there's no meter. How can they estimate? How can they actually tell how many people or charge a, a figure? And and what knocked me really was if they charge start charging from 2,400 for the very first time, then it all of a sudden it goes to four, then it goes to seven, and I mean that's his monthly charges. The last charge uh, that we got was 35,000 something for that month. Okay, I mean and the the, the so, thing the thing so that I don't know. I mean, how can they say if Kolo, we, we, we have registered your question and we understand the concern. We are trying to now get to a resolution. Yes, I want to know yeah. what, what, okay. what okay. am let's I give, to Let's do? give Xanthia a chance to speak so that we can get to a resolution. You can listen on the radio. Shukran. Okay, shukran. Salah.
So just to, um, in general, respond to this particular um, resident, this is exactly why the city um, does encourage and promote sub-metering. So if you're living in a complex or block of flats, we encourage the body corporate or the management agency to also install uh, meters for individual flats or units so that we you can have greater um, accountability around um, levels of consumption because you never know how much people are using behind closed doors um, and so that individual so are you does suggesting help. that apartment body corporates then have to I mean, it's an expense, though, it like to install it, individual meters for each apartment. It is an expense. But, for example, in the body corporate uh, where I have a unit, um, our body corporate um, has over the last year collected a small amount of money from everybody in the block. And that will be used as a special fund to install individual meters. So there are ways to do it. It safeguards you in the event that there's high consumption on the bulk meter because the city is only responsible for that one main meter. But in this particular case, I would want to get the details of this uh, individual because if um, she or her father does qualify to be indigent, we can look at certain rebates that can be provided. There's obviously a clear history here. We'd have to also understand why estimations have been done over such an extensive period of time. It's normally not the case. Especially since she says the meter is accessible. Exactly. So we'd have to understand uh, what has transpired. Okay, to, to let's leave it at that because we've got a lot of other questions. We also have another caller. So let's ask the caller to phone our technician and leave her number with our technician. Please do so, yeah. yes. Yeah. Caller, assalamu alaikum, good evening. Welcome to Burning Issue. Alaikum salam. You live on the radio. Okay, shukran. I just want to uh, talk about the, the lady said that, about the estimation. I told in the paper for the 350 water, right? So, um, uh, in the first month, when, when I had a meeting, uh, it was a uh, problem, so they came to fix it. And after that, and then I see it's on a free flow now, but I'm still using my water as I should. But now the one month my water comes in, uh, 400, uh, 350, 380. The next month, it says estimation. Then it's 800 and 900. The guys that come to the meters, I ask them, why do they estimate? He said because of when they can't see the meter or something. But then he came here to my place and he said, no, but there's nothing wrong with your meter. We can see it clearly. So I don't know where the estimation comes in. Shukran. Assalamu alaikum. Okay. Water bill estimations clearly seems to be a problem for a lot of people. I mean, why is it even happening? Okay, you've mentioned sometimes not accessible and those kind of things. Yeah. So the large majority of our meters are read on a monthly basis and uh, residents would receive uh, water accounts that indicate actual readings, meaning we've gone out and actually obtained that reading. Um, in the event where you, the, you've received an estimation, it's it, because of a wide range of uh, issues around accessibility. At times people park on top of the meter and we can't um, get the owner to remove the vehicle. There are a range of things um, that prevent meters from being read. But one way that you can um, have your meter um, checked or read uh, accurately every single month is if you are concerned that you're going to receive an estimated account, you can also Call the call center and actually read in your um, meter digits. So if you call 0860-103089, you can actually speak to the call center agent and say, 
Um, this is the reading on my uh, meter. Please reflect that. That is then reflected on the system. So that's one way that if we don't get out to you, you can make sure that an actual reading has been done. We obviously come and send out our inspectors to just verify that you have given the correct uh, reading. Yeah. You can also go onto our e-services platform where you can also send in your monthly readings. You get a notification to indicate when you need to submit your readings. Okay. So that's one other way. But the bulk of our meters are read on a monthly basis. Where there are instances where meters have not been read, there is a uh, particular reason for that. Um, and when we look at the actual account, we can ascertain all of that information. And so I would encourage those customers who've received excessive estimations to please uh, make contact with me. I've also indicated that from the 1st of March, we did change how we do estimations. Your estimations should reflect three months average consumption prior to the month of that bill. And in that way, your estimation should be far more accurate and aligned to your actual reading. Okay, let's go for a quick break and when we come back we'll tackle some more of the WhatsApp messages. The Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Stereo. So now we are in the last few minutes of the show. I do apologize if it seems that sometimes we cut callers off, but you have to understand we have limited time and we need to go through a whole lot of questions. We have another caller. Welcome to Burning Issue. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. You're live on air. Wakar speaking here. I have two questions with the lady there. Number one is, I have a problem with, um, with, my, with my water bill. Number one, what I, do, what I do every month, I take my water reading. And I compare it with my bill. That's number one. And my my bill fluctuates. One month it come in one thousand one hundred. The next month it come in two thousand three hundred. Now, what I what I tell these people at the, at, the, at the office, look here. People never come to take my water readings from the from January this month this year till now. They never came out. They only say it's it's a true estimation. Now to me that's a big lie. The council are deceiving the people. That's what they're doing. They are, they, they are robbing the people. I, I'm sure you say it, but that's how I feel about it. And another answer I want to know from a lady is, what is the council doing about the squatter camps without wasting water? Water is running like, uh, like I don't know what, what word to use. It is running. I drive through the, I live near to the squatter camp mm-hmm. all over Tambo. Okay. And, I, and every morning and evening when I, when I drive through there, people are having a party all the time. That's wasting water. It seems that we, that the Africans, you know, the Africans that are supposed to be the, the, the Catholics are paying for the, for, for the foreigners that are imported from the Eastern Cape. And so they are just doing what they want. We have your now, questions. Yes, okay. Shukran for your input. Um, I just want to say that the views expressed in this program are not the views of the Voice of the Cape, its management or staff. Cynthia, um, do you want to respond to any of that? 
So I think it is a bit strange that uh, the customers only, or the resident has only received uh, estimations. Um, can I just ask, on your actual account, does it say estimations or actuals? Because that's important to to uh, understand. Um, it's also important to try and compare, if you are doing your own readings, to compare to the same time period, because your readings may uh, be over a shorter time period, versus um, the city's uh, readings. So it is important to actually compare within that same time period. And I would also like to understand from this particular resident why they've received extensive estimations. This is not generally the case. Um, so it is important to understand what actually is reflected on the account. Yeah. Now, um, you know, listener 2767 says, it's strange that we never had problems before. All of this started since day zero and meter installations suddenly people are getting high accounts and suddenly now there's leakages and all these things is there a link between day zero and so i'm glad that that resident actually raised that question because previously on the level of tariff water was relatively affordable uh, the current level six tariff is extreme because we're dealing with an extreme s situation. Um, we were at very low levels of, of, of dam capacity, and this is why we had to in introduce an extreme level of tariff. Now, if you have a leak, an average leak is about 10 meters per minute. Um, and under the current uh, level of... Per minute? Yes. 10 liters per yes, minute? per minute. Wow. And your average shower actually runs at a rate of 10 liters per minute um, and so if you have a leak of that nature under the current extreme level 6 tariff you can rake up a bill of about 15,000 rand a month uh, and if the leak is far more severe obviously it escalates and so with the implementation of level 6 tariff which was from the 1st of February of this year we did see a higher number of complaints around high accounts and in almost 90% of the cases it was about leaks and previously people did not really notice leaks because uh, your bill would incrementally increase but now you're seeing massive spikes because of the tariff we are obviously moving to a more normalized situation where we're reducing the tariff as dams recover and so in the future people won't be that um, I think attuned to the fact that they have a leak, but in this particular period of an extreme situation, mm -hmm. with the cost of water being far more expensive, you're you're able to notice when you have a leak yeah. far more sooner. So, Xanthia, we have just about a minute left, and I firstly want to thank you, obviously, for making the time. It's been a, it's always tough talking about water because this is something that affects so many people, and unfortunately, there are quite a few negative aspects around it as well. Um, in closing, though, I'd like to hear from you around um, at what at what point will we stop having to pay more for water is that when the levels reach 85 percent or can you remind us please and then you then we're just going to wrap up so we are reducing the tariff uh, to level five tariff from the first of october the national department of water and sanitation will make a determination at the end of the hydrological year which we all know now now knows at the end of october they will then indicate whether they will reduce restrictions if they reduce restrictions this will empower the city to then improve 
impose far less stringent restrictions. So we're hoping in uh, in the immediate period that we can incrementally reduce restrictions. So we, by December, early December, hoping to make an, a further announcement around further reduction in tariffs, and that will mean that water will be coming, uh, will, re- will be reduced um, over the next couple of months. Mm-hmm. We are also still obviously working on water augmentation projects because we don't want to take the rain for granted. We don't know if this is guaranteed. And so the city has implemented desalination projects. Three are up and running. Um, but we are continuing to progress in becoming far more water resilient and water sust- sustainable into the future so that we can avoid being being so vulnerable to drought in the long run. Yeah, so that there was Xanthia Limburg, and thank you very much for you uh, for chatting with us this evening on Burning Issue. Um, from myself, Yazid Kamal, then inshallah, I will be back next week on Burning Issue.